back to you, me, and words. I'm your host, Teacher Sam, here to guide you on your journey of learning English one story at a time. This is episode 170. In yesterday's podcast episode, I told you that one of the names that people use to refer to New York is the city that never sleeps. But there is another nickname that is constantly connected to New York, and the nickname is the Big Apple. Some of you listening right now perhaps already know that. Some of you perhaps had no idea that New York is also known as the Big Apple. But wait, where did this name come from and why is it called that? New York City is often called the Big Apple. The nickname started in the 1920s. A man named John J. Fitzgerald, who wrote about sports for a newspaper, heard people using this phrase. They used the Big Apple to talk about the big horse racing tracks in New York City. Fitzgerald liked the phrase and started using it in his writings. But... The Big Apple became even more popular in the 1970s. New York City was having a hard time and not many tourists were coming. So the city started using the Big Apple in its advertisements to attract more visitors. This worked and now people all around the world know New York City as the Big Apple. In simple terms, The nickname, the Big Apple, suggests that New York City is a big, important place. Now, in today's episode, I have a personal story to share. It's about my first visit to New York City, a trip that was both exciting and eye-opening, or in other words, an experience that made me understand and appreciate things in a new way. So let's begin by diving into this term, eye-opening. It's an adjective we use to describe something that provides new, surprising information or makes you see things from a different perspective. For example, my trip to New York was an eye-opening experience. You see, as a teenager, I was a big fan of an American TV show called Felicity. Just to give you an idea of what that show was about, Felicity was a TV show about a young California girl who decides to attend college in New York City. The word attend here means to go or to be present at a place or an event. So when we say Felicity attended college, we mean she went there to study. So as you watch the show, you really get to follow her journey from California to New York. You get to follow her fun days, her sad days, her exciting days, as well as her tough days. I loved this show and I would watch it religiously. When you watch something religiously, you watch Watch it regularly. You never miss an episode. So yes, I used to watch Felicity religiously. 
This show influenced me heavily, and by that I mean it had a strong effect on me. It made me long to visit New York. It made me dream about visiting New York. When we say long to, it means to have a strong desire or wish for something to happen. So, many years ago, my wish came true, and I found myself in New York City. Now, let me tell you, it was just as I I had envisioned a word that means imagine or foresee. When we say envision, we talk about picturing something in our minds that hasn't happened yet. And what I had envisioned was exactly like what I had seen on the Felicity show. All the skyscrapers, lots of cars honking on the streets. When a car is honking, it's making that beep beep sound. So lots of cars honking on the streets. Lots of yellow taxi cars or cabs as they are called. Oh yes, lots and lots of cabs. You could really feel the pace of the city. In other words, you could really feel the tempo of the city. I am not surprised that New York City is often described as a fast-paced city because yes, Trust me, the pace is fast. There is so much going on all the time. I guess because it was my first time there and I was under such an influence by this TV show that I was watching, I loved every moment in New York. It's interesting because I was literally born in a village and even in Sweden, to this day, my parents live in a very small town. So I grew up in small towns and as a teenager, I longed for big cities. Now that I have lived in big cities for so long, I can truly tell you that I absolutely prefer small towns. But I guess that's how it is with new experiences and young dreams. What struck me the most about New York City or in other words, what really grabbed my attention about New York City was the diversity New York offered. Now, diversity is a noun that describes the variety of different elements or components in a group or system. In New York, this diversity is seen in the people who live there and the food they eat. I mean, when I tell you that you literally see people from every corner of the world, you really see people from every corner of the world. It's incredible. I was staying in Astoria. And from what I understand, Astoria is a predominantly Greek community. In other words, many, many Greek Americans live there. I would see Greek people everywhere and Greek flags fluttering in the wind. Fluttering is a verb that describes the motion of something moving lightly and quickly back and forth like a flag in the wind. Also, there were so many Greek restaurants and cafes everywhere. On 
honestly, I'd hear the Greek language a lot. It's funny to think that back then I knew like zero Spanish. I specifically remember this because I was working at a supermarket and there was a Mexican guy who worked there as well. Isidro was his name, I remember. He couldn't speak English at the time, so he would always speak to me in Spanish. And I remember I couldn't understand anything. Wow, it's amazing to think about that now that I am practically fluent in Spanish. If I remember correctly, I spent around four months in New York at the time and it truly was a great experience. Now, knowing that I live in California and that I have lived in California for a very long time, you might ask, but teacher, what's the biggest difference between New York and let's say Los Angeles? I would say the biggest difference to me is the fact that you can walk almost everywhere in New York. You see, having a car is a must in California. People drive everywhere, but that's not the case in New York. In fact, I remember I truly enjoyed walking everywhere. Now, obviously, there are all the subway trains everywhere in New York, but I mean, outside of that, one can just walk a lot, which I think is great. In conclusion to this podcast episode, I'm going to say what so many other people have already said, which is, I love New York. I love it, even though I am no longer a big city type of person, but I love it because during the four months that I was there, this city truly delivered. It truly was everything that I had imagined and I am grateful for that experience. In fact, I'm not only grateful for that experience, but also for the opportunity and the fact that I was actually able to visit New York. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that you'll listen to it again and practice all the new words that we've learned today. As always, I'll be back next Monday with a brand new story, with a brand new episode, and yet another opportunity to practice and grow our English.